When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No, we got so, so, so much. That's and I'm right. going to start it out with this. So, All right. This morning, I rewatched the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. <laughs> and... um. It was so good. I, that's what I mean. It was so good. Even we were distracted with all the conversation that was happening around is she or isn't she? You yes. have to watch it again. Yeah. It was so good. I'm so glad that I recorded it. And uh-huh. I, because you really can't find Super Bowl halftimes anywhere. The NFL holds that footage. I've looked. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I thought it would be cool to go back and watch, you know, the Prince or Bruce Springsteen yeah, or Madonna. You just see snippets of you it. You can't. Yeah. So I just am like, oh I, yeah. but one day I'm sure I'm just gonna delete it because yeah. I need the space. But mm. so as a result of that, she's earned, now what day is it? Thursday. So mm-hmm. Sunday, Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, in four days, she's earned $97,000 in royalties from streaming. And this is basically Which off, is like nothing to her. Yeah. Well, of course, because yeah. she's a billionaire. Well, just because of the Fenty Beauty. Yeah. Well, this is true, right? Yeah. But what this equals is it's about... The song that earned the most, the most recognizable one, was Umbrella. Mm-hmm. And it has 4.4 million plays on, this is, I think, just Spotify. Mm-hmm. But this is how much, this is why everyone talks about they make no money off their music. Yeah. Every time it plays, she owns, earns .004. That's which, .004 cents per time? Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, these... Gosh, that's terrible. I know it. So these numbers are terrible. That's, that's so why much. people get into beauty brands and doing these they other things. They have to things. do all they these other to. things. Yeah. Or, or going out and touring, and, Rih- and Rihanna doesn't tour. And you know, shit. CD sales was the big thing back in the day. Right. Album sales. Album now we don't sales. have that. So when yeah. you get these right. streamings, it breaks it down to yeah. one song. I mean, look at how little that is. Oh, But that's but. just one streaming service. But $97,000 in four days, yeah. even yeah. though she's rich. And, and Rihanna is on top of the world. I mean, she's on the cover of British Vogue with uh, Rocky really, and her really, son. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, that, you know, <laughs> the that cover's gorgeous. T- yeah. And yeah. to be on the cover of Vogue and Black History Month with a black family on the cover and just representing and this is also who we are is powerful she's she's beautiful yeah that little baby of hers Uh i don't understand where kids they never tell us their kids names that's weird did anyone see orlando Well, not really i don't know not really julia the world does not own your name and people will try and trademark your name and do all kinds of things i guess that's right it's a whole different world now that being a famous person baby Yes. You just things call it must, baby. Yeah, baby. It's got to be, you know, things are run differently than for the normies. Okay. Did anyone watch Orlando Bloom on Jimmy Kimmel last night? Tried. 
He's really boring. Thank oh you. Oh, my gosh. Thank he's the you. most boring complainer. Oh, since Pirates of the Caribbean, like the first one he's in, I have thought he is just the most bleh he's actor so, out there. Yeah. He's so, well, no, in Pirates of the Caribbean with Kira Knightley. Oh, Julia. He was hot. He okay. was hot, but he was a terrible he's, actor in it. Yeah, he's wooden. He he really is. He's so, wooden, and wooden in real life, and I always just. Um, I that's just, why he works out all the time. Yeah. That's why he has to take naked pictures. Yeah. But you he know basically. Who was good on late night was Liam last Okay, night. just wait. So, but he made this comment, you know, because he has a baby with um, Katie Perry. Perry. Mm-hmm. And um, I won't lie, it's really challenging. There's never a dull moment to be in this relationship. <laughs> and I just thought, your Katie Perry makes so much money. You are housed like a cap ma'am. You're on a dumb <laughs> show that no one watches called Carnival. Oh, Carnival Row. It's oh. so it's, bad. It's, it's in its third and final season that no one no watches. No one watches with Cara Delevingne. And I don't painful. even know how it's on the air. And I just sat and thought, because mm. tonight... Jimmy Kimmel's having on the um, American Idol folks, Lionel Richie, mm-hmm. you know, Katy Perry and those guys. Mm-hmm. She has so much energy and judged and goes and performs on weekends and yeah. goes to Vegas. He just said no, complained. Opposites attract. And he just complained. Know. Yeah. I have to go to Vegas. I don't really, it's not my thing, but I've taken up baths or well, something. I wish he you was would so have, boring. You should have watched uh, Pedro Pascal and Seth Meyers. Oh. They were so funny together. I have and- it still. Yeah, watch it because okay. um, Seth Meyers complimented Pedro for his SNL episode, which oh, it was epic, front to back. I mm-hmm. mean, the whole thing was so good. And he said, "So I got to ask you, who was the writer who came up with the when you woke up out of a coma and you talked with that funny voice?" Yeah, oh, that was hysterical. <laughs> that was hysterical. It was so hysterical, yeah. and and the writer told me you came up with it, and he's like, "Yeah, I I fool around with voices, you know, because." He's very fluid with his accent. He remember we have we have him saying his right. full name. Yes. Oh, so because he's from Brazil. I don't or know Bolivia. Bolivia. I can't remember what country he's from in yes. South America. But anyway, uh, so he can do all these yes. accents. Yes, lucky guy. And yeah, and then they, he started talking like the guy in the hospital bed, and so Seth funny. started talking to him back, and then Liam Neeson was on with Jimmy Fallon. I don't tape that one. I should. Was he cute? Was oh, he yeah. good? He was on he's the so view lovely. yesterday. Today, what's he promoting? Um, he's promoting a movie that I can't remember. Uh, something about, about something. But I'm just glad to see him. He's like one of these people who should just be invited on couches just because. And um, last November, I think Helen Mirren was on the cover of AARP magazine, and they always have a good celebrity on the cover of uh-huh. AARP. Oh, yes, and they she do. she talked about how, you know, she and Liam Neeson were a couple for five years. They were at their hottest, or, you know, like in their yep. 20s, and um, they dated for five years, 1980 through 85, and um, she spoke very fondly of her five years with Liam and he uh, in this interview spoke very fondly about her as well. He was honored to have spent years with her. Oh, I and love she that. described it like they met and basically moved in together. Mm-hmm. They had instant hot sexual. I thought she had the same thing with the guy from 1923. Harrison Ford. Yeah. They had a thing. I don't know that. 
Didn't they have a thing? I don't. I've never I heard Helen Mirren. I swear they had a thing. They were in a movie together, I The Mosquito Coast. I swear they had a thing. Okay, but like, try not and get distracted and just like finish with the Liam story. So they met on... <laughs> I've been scolded. Well, I'm just saying, Julia, because you're making up a rumor out of nowhere. It's true. I don't know that that is. No, but, but finish your story. Sorry. Anyway, so they met on a movie that they did together. I'm trying to think what the hell the name of it is. It was like a period piece or something. And, you know, they just had instant heat. And it was a passionate, passionate affair. And let's face it, prior to Natasha Richardson, Liam Neeson was known in as Hollywood to be a bit of a dog and not a loyal one. He dated Julia Roberts. Uh, everybody. He dated, he dated everybody. He dated Janice, uh, you know, the the supermom, yeah, Dickinson, Janice Dickinson, who described, said when he unzipped his pants, an Evian bottle rolled out of his pants. Aye. Yeah. Very well known about being um, blessed. Yeah. <laughs> Endowed. Twice and three times over. The person you're... What was needed. Liam Neeson, I'm just trying to figure it out. So the movie, who is the actress that you're talking about? It's, it's Marlo. Oh, oh Marlo oh, is the name of the Ma- movie he's, he's in. in. Oh, no, Ma- but the one that he did with the girl, we know that it's Marlo. Oh, Excalibur is the movie that he met Helen Mirren There on. we go, Excalibur. Excalibur. Okay, I was trying to figure out what that was. They met on that movie in 1980, and the movie came out in 1981, and it was just some kind of, I don't know if it was a Sounds jousting. Horrible. Thing, but it takes yeah, place yeah, in King yeah. Arthur, and they probably wore like she has a beautiful bosom. She probably wore like some kind of amazing corseted thing, and they just had to make out and fight. You know, that was the most of the movie. I'm imagining all of this, Julia. Okay, but Lori, oh. so in this new movie, Marlowe, mm-hmm. it's set in the late and 1930s. He's 77 now. A brooding down on his luck detective, Liam Neeson, uh-huh. is hired to find the ex-lover of a glamorous heiress. But it stars Diane Kruger and Jessica Lange. Yeah, it is. You know, I sounds good. Everyone is so happy to see him, and he has so many good stories that he's talked very little about the movie. Yeah, he's another example of somebody who should just, just be if he if he wants to. Apparently, he did tell. I can't remember if this was Fallon or The View. It might have been the view, but when he goes back to his town in Ireland mm-hmm. that he's from, when he first got his first taste of fame, he made this thing with his family and friends. You cannot ask me about working with Cher. You cannot ask me oh. what it was like filming this movie. I just want to shoot the you-know-what like we always do mm-hmm. and just talk about the same stuff we always talk about. I don't want it to be about what I'm doing because that is just a separate way. That's just how I make my living. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? He probably doesn't want to ask anyone about the movie Marlowe. Because it's getting bad reviews. Gosh, it sure sounds good. <laughs> we should ask Chris yesterday. I don't yeah. know when it's out, though. It, 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 it's out. It's out, yeah. It got 23% by critics and 50% by audience. Yeah. Yeah. Excalibur got 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, people, this looks good. He said, I remember being on the set and standing with, and then he names a guy who's uh, uh, Kieran Hines, as Helen walked towards us, dressed in her full Morgana Lee Fay costume. So this is like one of the witches of Avalon, that whole, and we both went, oh, bleep. Because... As Morgana, 
Lefay, do you see her bosom? Mm-hmm. Just and, and she's gorgeous, and he's gorgeous. And it was he was glad he had a codpiece on. I'll just finish the rest of the uh, what he didn't say. <laughs> he had a damn codpiece on, and it's a good thing, it Julia. Did. So people couldn't see. This was actually Excalibur. It was uh, an unproduced adapt. Well, it's a produced, but it was an adaptation of the Lord of the Rings part. It's part of like the Lord of the Rings. It is books, yeah, from Wikipedia here. So oh, that's how Morganic is. Uh, Morgana- Morgana, that name's familiar. Is that Kate Blanchett? I think so. Or one of those people? Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. So this is tied to Lord part of the, of the Lord of the Rings stories. Yeah. But, yeah. Morgana is a Lord of the Rings name. And it's, it is? Yeah. I want to say it's Yeah. Lord Her Tyler. daughter Morgana, however, sees through this. The plot has Morgana in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, you're saying. But yeah. Wow. That's. Yeah. Crazy. And Morgana. So that's where they met. And they both. I love when old lover. You know, I love when people feel they both feel. The same amount of fondness. Yes, I like that. I do too. He was honored, is what he told oh, to have spent that, that time with oh, him. I, what a lovely thing for an ex I to know say. It. And he doesn't drink anymore. That was the other thing. Liam? He's, yeah, he doesn't drink. And he's 77. And I did for half a second want to moisturize his face through the TV screen. <laughs> I, I, I gotta understand. be honest. I understand. I gotta be honest. Sometimes. That's a that's something I think we want to do as a lot of people. I did moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We gotta go. Grant's here with a dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. What have you brought us? Well, this morning, you guys, we learned Ryan Seacrest left, you know, Ryan and Kelly live. Mm-hmm. But there's some big details that are coming out about this that okay. are uh, pretty, pretty juicy, I would All say. Right. So a source is telling page six that ABC knew that Ryan Seacrest was going to be leaving live with Kelly and Ryan as long ago as last summer. Right. This doesn't surprise me at all. Really? Okay. No, because, listen, he, you, he works for ABC on the other side of things. You want to give the big bosses, the suits, the time to figure out. It's amazing that it didn't ever get out. It, that but it has the only yes. people yeah. who knew were Kelly, Mark, and... Ryan, I bet he didn't even tell his girlfriend. You're, that's exactly, that's kind of what they're focusing on here. Is it's amazing that this didn't get out. Yeah. And Kelly said that they had conversations about this a long time ago, as far as almost a year ago. Because he confessed to her, I hate it. I don't mm-hmm. want to live in New York. Yep. And ABC is giving me crap and they want me to fly comfort. Fuck <laughs> out. I want to keep flying first And they're class. taking my miles. They're not letting me keep them. Right, right. Who knows? Yeah, but. so he said it was a tough decision. Like you said, he they had made this conversation. But I totally believe him. ABC was already prepping to make uh, her husband, Mark, mm-hmm. the replacement. And this was because back when Mark would um, fill in as a co-host, and he had filled in over 100 times at yeah, least as yeah, a co-host, the social media engagement with that show went, way yeah, through, went yeah. through the roof. It's fun. They're fun together. Well, social media media he he and Kel- all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on UAP podcast 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They both have very, very but they're very good at yeah, it. Yeah, they are. They're a model to follow. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Yeah, so we you, I yeah. guess you kind of said that here. It looks like this was clearly planned out a long time ago. They just did a really good job of keeping their mouth shut. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and this is going to be the uh, wait, has there ever been a husband wife no. duo mm-hmm. on a talk show? No, so this is a no. first well, time. Well, Connie Chung and what's what was his name? Connie Chung and Maury Povich. Didn't they do something together? I don't know. Maybe they did, but Right. Yeah. But I, this- I certainly hope um you know when Mark is gone that Kelly does the show with her her Steve. Look alike. Yeah, we could do it with Steve, Steve but Patterson. with Joaquin. Oh, yeah. Her oh. son. Oh. Exactly she starts like dragging him. the whole family yeah. in. Yeah, well, he, and, but to your, to that very point, uh, Ryan Seacrest did mention that he still plans to fill in as a guest host on oh, the show. Oh, I believe it. Whenever he wants to come to New York, yeah, right. or he's he'll in do town. a plan thing. Yeah, so maybe maybe we'll see our guy there. Maybe we'll see his her, their kid there. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, this looks like something that's been, like you said, in the works for a long time. Now, this one is a little bit of a shift in the um, in news here. This one go- is about Bruce Willis. And we learned back in March of 22 that Bruce Willis was diagnosed with aphasia and he was going to be retiring from acting. And this kind of came out after the fact that he had been doing all these direct-to-DVD type movies. Mm-hmm. He was doing a lot of these movies. The and tons, like six, seven a year. Yeah, and yeah. people were wondering why. And he got a Razzie and then they had to un- yeah. untake they had to it. Take it back because yeah. like the day after the Razzies, yes. they announced he had aphasia. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yep. people were like, oh, he was making trying to make money, I guess. Yeah, so now uh, the, the, his condition has now progressed into something else. And this is a much more intense situation. So it's called frontal temporal dementia. Is this coming from his family? Family? This is Are from they telling us this? Yeah, okay. so his family posted a statement saying, since we announced Bruce's diagnosis of aphasia in spring of 2022, Bruce's condition has progressed and we now have more specific diagnosis. Front, front, frontal temporal dementia, known as FD, FTD, unfortunately challenges with communication are just one of the symptoms of this disease Bruce faces. While this, painful is, while this is painful, it is uh, a relief to finally have a clear diagnosis. Sure. Yeah. How sad. This is bad. This yeah. is bad. This is, this so is, it's not only can he can't have a speech, he mm. doesn't remember. And, yep. they, and also, mm-hmm. I don't know that... Uh, I don't know that we've had anyone be the face of frontotemporal exactly. dementia, and they could probably use a light on it uh-huh. or money or research or something like that. And that's what the family w- went on to say is that, they did. yeah, because th- th- for people under 60, FTD is the most common form of dementia. And, but there's no form, there's no cure for it. Nothing. And there's no really, and it's rapid. It's rapid, and there's no real, um, like awareness, like you said. So the family is hoping that at this point in time, they can use this, his face, this, you know, get yeah. some, get some, you know, hype behind it and bring some awareness to the situation and maybe eventually come to some sort of, treatment for it hopefully you know yeah well i don't know but i just know that people are saying oh this is like this is a bad one to get because it is fast moving dementia yeah so it's very but like you know they are and this was a statement that came out with demi moore and his current wife emma hemming so and his kids all Mm -hmm. put this out together yeah well that's i'm glad they're all together. Yeah, they're all together on this they're working together and like we just said that now hopefully this can bring something good out of it 
It's a yeah, sad story, but, but I mean, you know, he's gonna like need care all at, for the rest all of his the time. Yeah, for the, the for the rest though. of his life, mm-hmm. he is going to be mm-hmm. very, very much. He has in need a very care. young wife and young kids mm-hmm. with his second marriage, and yeah. that's why these young kids. That's why he was doing all these movies yeah. to kind of bank up some cash yep. payroll for these kids for when the time comes. Because the word was that he all he got fed all of his lines in a earpiece, mm-hmm. and that you know people were like, kind of, what is going on right. with Bruce Willis? Need- I mean, there was like gossip around it. Mm-hmm. Negative. Negative, yeah. Got, you yeah. know, like what is he just yeah. doing it? Well, He's lost his touch. He might have been even understanding that something was going on with him and like thinking, I gotta do as many movies as I can while the getting is good. Yeah. Playing kind of an archetype mm-hmm. of, you know, the character, yeah. but it is something that was popular yeah. and people watched. And, and lived stuff. his dream as long as he could yeah, live it, you know, yeah. so. Oh, good I d- just think of him in Moonlighting. We're old enough to oh, know yeah. Moonlighting. <laughs> and another great person to be asked on the couch if she'd like, Sybil Shepherd has oh, stories hey. for Oh, days. I'm waiting it on my list. You guys, I, I love this list. Folks this- that need couch Liza time. Liza Minnelli needs to yes. be invited on a couch. I would like these late night guys to start dipping in the 70 and 80 year old well of Hollywood <laughs> and me- the music business and invite people on if they feel like it there you, know? you go there not you go. because they have to have something going on that'd be a great podcast. i mean look at you said about dick van dyke yeah. on the mass singer i guess that'll be everywhere on the entertainment shows he said this was the weirdest thing he's ever done and mm-hmm. nicole scherzinger burst into tears when yeah. she saw him yep with, I mean, with the unveiling. Dick it was a big deal. Dyke. Yeah, very, very, very no, big deal. If anyone wants to add to folks that need coach time, yes. you can send us a, an email. Legends. Legends. Legends that Legends. need coach time. It need to be it's a new segment. Did you add Charo? No. Because, I mean, God love Charo. She says she's 71. <sighs> My ass. She's really 81. <laughs> she should be invited on the couch just for that. That should. That's true. Hola, amigos. Uh, I just love her. Well, let's end this one out with Bruce Springsteen, you guys, is adding 22 concert dates to his tour that is currently going in on. In the U.S.? In the U.S., August 9th through December 8th, 22 additional tour dates. You can go to uh, you know Ticketmaster to see all these dates. Wrigley Field. Rig- oh. Well, that'd be fun. That's be fun. a show. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be. That yep. would be a good one. To go to our okay so i was just at the chan last night Brager, i know but i'm telling you there's something for everybody there your february going oh, on a date night i so bet it did much fun and prom we're gonna see prom finally tomorrow night yeah and it's on the main stage it is a tony award-winning musical and the one thing we know that the chan does is big broadway musicals and they pick shows they know people are gonna like and this one's no exceptions based on a true story there's great music, dancing, lots of laughs, and the story, it's heartwarming and full of joy. We can't wait to see Absolutely the can't wait. Tomorrow night, yay. And also, they have um, different concerts, tribute concerts. They have um, Cat Stevens, Queen, Lionel Rich, Richie, Joe Cocker coming up. Mm. And in March... And they have a special event on the main stage. It's Kicking It Irish on Monday, March 13th. It's an Irish celebration for the entire family, and of course... TV Ray's Comedy Cabaret every weekend. For tickets, visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theater's always entertaining you. Well, since we weren't here on Monday having our day off for winning the My Talkies, oh, um, <laughs> this story just has to be worked into today just it because it's too, too good. Um, 
And it is a new study. It is a new study. Bananas are being measured. There's a new study that has shown that penises have grown and they've grown rapidly. And doctors are calling it concerning because... (laughs) This um, is true. This is true. Men are growing and it's showing, but not in a good way, according... I mean, this is incredible. This is... A 30-year study. Oh, geez. Okay, of dongs and wieners. <laughs> it's serious. Okay. And, uh, but if, if the researchers fear that the phallic inflation. Not good for you guys. Is due to unhealthy habits like binging junk food. Right. Oh. Being sedentary. Pollution. All these things that are adding. To Johnson size. Yes. Literally. Yes. What's hey. the percentage it's grown over the 30-year well, study? this was published <laughs> in the World Journal of Men's Health, and it's Stanford University. And they analyzed data from 75 studies over 55,000 men from 1992, Grant, until 2021. Wow. And over those three decades, the... Average penis. How much? Has grown 20. It's a staggering 24% in the last 30 years. I mean, that's. Hey. Yeah. That's that's a big number. And we're talking erectile penis right. length. Okay, because every Grower. everybody has different resting states. Yes, well, they it do. all depends on temperature as well. That's right. right. So we've learned that from you. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. And this they're gonna have to have more studies to determine the cause of the changes. These conclusions are something that they're worried that toxin exposure has caused penises to become enlarged. Mm. They thought they would see a decline in length. They totally. found the opposite. <laughs> we thought, you know, it would be the opposite. And it was yeah. quite, quite different. And um, the quick growth is like basically chemical exposure from pesticides or hygiene products. It's, <laughs> it's like <laughs> miracle grow for the ding dong do. But the reason that they're worried about this oh, God. is no, it could affect, affect fertility. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because, because those chemicals affect endocrine. Yeah. Sperm rates in men. No, no. Endocrine. Sure, chemicals impact endocrine, oh, yeah. which is what regulates the hormones in your body. Yes. Okay. And, and so good, your hormones being healthy lead to healthy ovum and sperm. Uh, and okay. there already have been Dude, studies. No for ovum. I, I'm, I'm I, liking that. that I, was, I, 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 I don't that. even know what the word is. The egg. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I, but but there already have been studies that men's sperm rates oh, have gone, gone in the last 20 years have gone down substantially. Yeah. Well, that's because of hot things in your yep. lap. Hot crash. <laughs> and that can hot be a lap. variety of things that are in your Could be somebody sitting your in your phone in your front pocket. Your phone, your sitting on an engine all day long with the tractor yeah. and an engine below you. All of these things, I'm not going to lie, everything you mentioned is a big part of my life. I was around chemicals all the time on the golf course. Yeah. I eat unhealthy food all the time. Are and you, oh, I, you're telling us a lot. I could be. A, yeah, you're telling. We're doing a deep dive. Yeah. in an area that's getting. We keep it non-personal when we're talking about these kinds of. <laughs> but things. you did take the temperature one time. I did take oh, the yeah. temperature for you guys. That was. I know, fun. and I can't remember what it was for. Optimal temperature where you want to keep your nether regions for the optimal amount of sperm. Yes, yes. that's yes. what and it was. And what was yeah. the temperature again? Oh, I can't it remember. Was like, it was 90-something? Yeah, it was, it's, it's one, you want to, 
not have it be hotter than your right. body temperature. Yeah. I want grandchildren before this study, before this all goes yeah. down. That's why, like, if somebody says, hey, I man, this is my theory, that they constantly have sweaty balls, as the old <laughs> saying goes. I mean, that is a sign of... I don't know. Of you what? should just talk to your doctor about it. You, How do your you, boss, you're just making that up right now. No, I am just thinking. I'm thinking like you're a making testicle this up. right now. You're, and I'm a thinking, doctor. Lori. He's like a testicle doctor. <laughs> and I don't think that balls should be hot all the time, like 24-7. That's hey, you're not so right. funny. She's put on her testicle hat. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, ideal sperm production occurs around 93.2 degrees so Fahrenheit. Cooler. Cooler Just a little cooler balls. than the yeah. body, and that's what so you said. So hot balls are a sign that you got to talk to your doctor <laughs> right. if they're constantly hot. Right. And then the doctor might say to you, what, what thing do you always have in your lap? My phone is always there. You yeah. need to stop doing it. This is, you know. It's a hot spot. It's a, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's literally. <laughs> but anyway. But this is, I mean, this is substantial. That's nuts. 24%, you said, growth? Yeah. From the average erect penis it's went from me, like 4.8 4. 4. 8 to 6 inches. Oh. To me, it's really nothing but good news because the American <laughs> men came in 59th as far as actual penis size. Right. So Yeah, we do have the small ones here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, <laughs> who knows? But I'm just going to say, if you do want to have children and you're wanting later women, think about your egg storage. I mean, freezing your eggs. Oh, yeah. Because, you know. That's a theory that we can stand behind. I, that I, I Listen, I almost got... I almost deliberately got pregnant with two men I had no intention of staying married to because I had such a biological craving for a child. And thank God, you know... But what uh, is that? Why should people use sperm banks? What's the correlation? Well, the correlation (laughs) for me, I couldn't get pregnant because I had, like, I I took a high high thyroid because I had thyroid cancer. So I was not a frequent... Over oh, yeah. ovulator. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. When I was 24, I got thyroid cancer. Wow. Oh, I was planning a movie and everything. A movie oh. of the week at 24, wow. if anything bad should happen. but it's a good any, age to get it. Yeah, but I'm just saying that, you know, you do biologically feel a crazy, even though I didn't want children, but I felt this need. Like, and like I really thought, uh, and then, and egg retrieval was not an option. It wasn't. And right, right, you're right. It was not an option. And I felt, and then I just thought, well, I can't stay married. I'm not, I'm not having to save the relationship, baby. (laughs) And, but I mean, every, you know, I was like 32 when I got divorced the first time. And let me tell you, I felt a little cloud until I, you know, got worked through a bunch of stuff. I mean, I felt the ding dong of time on the back of my Right. And egg retrieval has become ticking. yeah. It, freezing your eggs has become so much more common. Yeah, and, uh, but I don't I don't know if insurance pays for it or how expensive it because it's happening to a woman's body. I'm sure it's not covered and it costs twice as much. Yeah, you know that, that's just uh, they do not treat vaginas and penises. Some companies equally. were covering this for yeah. people, but I mean, there's not equality there, you know, mm. for stuff. But anyway, we do. You you just might. Change your mind. Mm-hmm. So it's just something to think and about. And then you don't have and to. And we never had that option. No, and then you don't have to maybe marry someone that you don't really like just to have a kid. There you <laughs> go. You know? You're in control.
<sighs> that is that is a nice thing you can do. It is. It's, it, it, it gives is. It options. You should but have options. But I, I have a theory that you know people do you do make those kinds of decisions. You're oh, like, yeah. oh, I, you know, I'm feeling you feel pressure and yeah. and it's only afterwards when you realize how long life is together um, <laughs> that you just like, oh, why was I so worried about that? I well, know. it could be because you know yeah. you you don't realize the ways you can put. You know, romantic pressure, romantic right. pressure, right. Julia. Oh, my gosh. Men are good at that. Men- oh, my gosh. Everybody learning Rx is so fantastic. Um, so I'm reading The Boys on the Boat, which is one of the best-selling books. And it's just... Oh, since it came it makes, out. makes my heart It's just a true swell. story, right? Yes. And true it just story. makes my heart swell about... So um, good. Boys from the University of Washington going to the Munich um, Olympics, Olympics in 1936. And it, I just find so much joy in escaping in a book. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful to have this passion for reading. And I'm dyslexic. You know, I've yeah. got all these typical things well, that makes it harder and everything. I did. <laughs> and it really. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You could enjoy reading I more. love reading. And so if you are passionate, you know, and want your kids to learn and they're not picking it up, it is so important to be able to read. And Learning Rx knows how to teach people how to read. Excellent. They're excellent. Call them today. We've got um, SAG Award news, Julia, if you'd like to know who's presenting all beautiful on, actors that are on the things. YouTube channel. Yeah, Tell they, me. Oh, we just hate the, the, the SAG Awards, but next year it's going to be on Netflix, so all I right. hope for Perfect. next year. All right. But yes, it's on Netflix's YouTube channels where they're airing it and they're not even having a press room. <sighs> it, it's amazing, and Netflix can do live events so they could just stream it on netflix but they're streaming it on netflix's youtube it's channel it's the strangest thing i don't <laughs> know why the actors union agreed to doesn't that. get like more respect well they did have respect it was on tbs and tnt for it's a different years. production crew Lori. we are people our people are all are gone, gone. Yeah. they were fantastic they were so oh, good you guys knew a bunch did. of people over there oh yeah because oh, you yeah. always would yeah. go yeah 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 well, I met the woman who did PR when they were casting for David Cassidy. This David Cassidy, they were going to do a read. They were going to the Partridge Family. Yes. It was going to be oh, a reality yes. show about the new casting of a modern day Partridge type Partridge family. family. And Carrie Ann Anaba was the choreographer, yeah. and I met the executive. And anyway, they they loved that I came two days in a row and Grant, I pretended I had a recorder in my handbag and that I was recording everything. She never knows how to, to do use it. on the radio. <laughs> and and was, if anyone knows Lori, we were there and you were supposed to record. Yeah. I, I forgot to put fresh play. Anyway, so I, I guess that, that he's just like, so do we just talk like that? I go, we just talk like this, you know? <laughs> but I reported everything that we talked about. So it was like a tape recorder. It was. You do remember everything. But she said to me, she goes, you should, she just thought... I was wonderful, and she said, "No, she did." And um, she, and she said, "You should, uh, 
you know, I forget what the guy's name was who had the production of the screen. And she said, you you and your radio girlfriend should come and be on our red carpet. And I'm oh. like, okay, how do I do that? And that was it. She goes, email me. And that was it. So, that was it. And we got him and we had amazing seats on the red carpet standing behind, well, the first year, just a stanchion, but a bush at the end by the the door uh-huh. where everybody has to go in. So it was actually a really bad place, but great. Place. Yeah. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. Jimmy, it was very easy to push out and go, go out there and talk yeah, to somebody. Right there. Yeah. There's Jared Leto. Go say hi. But um, um, what's your name? Jessica Chastain and Michael Shannon are presenting. Oh, that's cool. George and Tammy. Yes. And apparently... Everyone in Hollywood knows that everything, everywhere, all at once, they will get the best ensemble. actor ensemble, yep. which is the equivalent of best movie. Yeah. Okay. And so it would have been like a really fun year to have a press room with that cast. Oh, 100%. You know, yes. and um, Emily Blunt is going to be there. Don Cheadle is presenting. Of course, Sally Field is getting the Lifetime Achievement oh. Award, which we are really heartbroken about missing because... She's like been one of our so well deserved, and she's so lovely. We 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 loved her long time, long time, Lars. Long time, long time since um, the sixties. And the uh, word on the street with that flash trailer that um, played on Sunday yes. night at the Super Bowl. That's why the studio worked so hard to save Ezra yep. Miller because the movie, the raves it's getting on social media, the buzz it caused, the two Batman, like. They're saying this might be the best one of the universe. This is, and that's James Gunn has said that, who yeah. runs DC, yeah. and he wasn't even a part of this movie. Yeah. And for him to come out there and set a bar by saying this could be the best superhero movie of all time, and he didn't have a part of it, that's a gutsy statement. Wow. Yeah. Because, you know, he, ha- I mean, he did do a couple things. They've added some scenes, taken out some scenes. But well, the metrics apparently on this. Oh, and it's so all huge. Their, they probably maybe have screened it, but they really did work. Super extra hard to, to save protect this guy. Ezra oh, yeah. Miller. He was all over the big island the when you were there last winter doing bad things. Yeah. Yes, he doesn't seem like a good guy. Yeah, not stable. He had kind of a like a didn't he abuse a, a commune situation didn't going he on abuse? in Virginia. Yeah, he doesn't feel like a, let's just say that um if you watch the show Ray Donovan, yeah, that a fixer has come in fixed. Yes. Quite a few things yes. in Ezra Miller's life. They're keeping him. People be- have been paid off. Mm. I certainly hope nobody has been It explains hurt. a lot. You're right. It explains a lot because for what he was doing, he should have been let go. But the way that this movie, the reaction it is getting. It was already filmed and, and done. And he like, he's a good actor in this role and they're protecting him. And they hired a Ray Donovan. And in this role, it's a multi-universe thing where oh, we yeah, see. Two Batmans. We, well, we have two Batmans, but we also have three different versions of Ezra as the Flash. So he's playing. A, a, a confident version of himself, an unconfident version of himself, and a completely unaware version of himself. Do I need to get tickets to this and take my kids? Yeah. When this it one, comes out, oh, it's not it this weekend. Oh, no, it's no, June. that's Quantum Mania. Oh, yeah, this is a summer blockbuster. But let me just tell you something else. Mm-hmm. Okay, so James Spader, because the blacklist is ending. Yeah, he's yep. going to be on the couch with Jimmy Fallon tonight. Oh, that's good. He's usually uh, good he's on the very couch. Good. He's, he's very, very he's charming. charming and quirky. Okay, and so that's just going to be one to look at. It is. Um, uh, Seth Meyers has Tina Fey. Love it. That's cool. And um, the whole crew, American Idol, is going to be on with um, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. 
And then the other shows that are on tonight, you've got Young Sheldon. Um, animal control. Is anyone interested in animal control I at all? I never even heard of it. I am. You did, because it was with our guy from... Um, Neil Justin? Did you no, tell us? No, no, animal control. I think you're mixing that up. It's not with... Um, the guy, Craig Kilborn? No, it's the other guy. Yeah, it's the dude McHale, that did the Joel talk. McHale. Joel McHale. He's not Minnesotan. Joel McHale. No. Oh, no. I, I Craig, said our guy. Oh, our guy. Because Lori loved... Oh, I thought you meant like Minnesota. She no, loved Tech Soup. Soup was such a I good show. I want that show to come back. Oh, that was the original dissing, like, what's... It was so, so good. good. Oh, and then even when, what's his name, Chris Hardwick took over for it, too, and it was great. I, as long as there was Tech Soup, I didn't care. I, I love that, that show. show. But oh. this is what it is, is it's two guys... Who work in animal Seattle control? Seattle Animal Control. Okay, yeah. and, and it's a comedy. And Joel McHale... It's a comedy, is a lone wolf, cranky guy who spends much of the first episode trying everything in the playbook to alienate his new partner, former snowboarder, Michael Rowland. That actually sounds kind of cute. You think of like Parks and Rec, think of The Office, that's the type of show that this is going to be. Community, who Joel McHale is a part of. It's that type of show. 8 Central tonight on Fox. It's got 80% already on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. I'd watch that. All right. I bet I go to bed by 8 o'clock. I (laughs) bet you do not go to bed. You're going to get a burst. Okay, here's one thing I needed to tell you guys. This kind of sounds fun. So, um, Sean Lennon uh, is working on a new documentary about his his dad, John Mm -hmm. Lennon, and Yoko Ono. And it's a new documentary that's going to revisit the week in 1972 when John and Yoko co-hosted the Mike Douglas show. Oh, my god! And it's called Daytime Revolution. Yeah. Oh, that sounds um, great. It, it will does. include archival footage from each of the five episodes that they hosted. It will feature interviews with the surviving guests who were interviewed by Lennon and Ono on the show, as well as behind-the-scenes oh stories of the pair's week-long stint. Yeah. This is right up our alley with all of our late-night vintage guests. Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a story I want to know. We'll be, guess what? Day is done, gone the sun. We'll be back tomorrow, everybody. Job done. Off you go.